Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome listeners, a very, very warm welcome to you as ever on this Speaking From Our Hearts podcast episode where today I'm joined by a gentleman by the name of Tom Cook and Tom is going to be speaking to us about understanding the importance of self-mastery. Tom, very warm welcome to you. Hi Paul, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm looking forward to this one. So, um... As I look forward to all of them, to be fair. Um, right. Interesting title, Tom. Lead us in. Tell us, tell us what you're thinking is around this importance of self-mastery. Well, what I've... So, so for me personally, you know, personal development is an absolute passion of mine. And I think in, in today's society, um, in the way things that run, we forget how important we are as an individual um, and how important it is to grow ourselves to be better. Um, And I've certainly been on a journey over the last three or four years where my focus has been on growing myself, learning to be a better person. Um, So that's really, you know, where this, where this idea of self mastery came from. Okay, interesting, Tom. I want to ask you then, um, why, why is why is it a passion? Why is personal development a passion, and and why is it important to you know to go on this journey to be the best? You know, there's there's usually something that sparks that. What what is it for you, Tom? Why? Well, okay. So let me. Um, that's a great question, by the way. Thank you, and let let me take you back to. Um, it was four years ago and I, I was on social media and, and, and to be honest, I saw a lot of successful people on there with the fast cars and the big houses. And I, I remember the question popped into my mind is, you know, how, how do I get that? You know, that was something that I became very interested in. Um, and I went on a bit of a quest, if you like, to find out how that was done. And, you know, all these successful people in the world, they all went through personal development. They were all able to master themselves and who they were. And I began reading a lot of books. You know, the first two books I got were Think and Grow Rich, um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I was reading them. I remember just how fascinated I was about this idea of growing yourself. And the more... The more I grew, the, the better I became as a person, you know, the more aware I was, the more aware of who I was as a person, I started to listen to more successful people. And I found out to, to add value into your life, you have to be able to add value to other, other people's. So personal development isn't always just personal. Um, 
it's very much about the bigger picture. You know, when you go through personal development, you're not only just helping yourself, you're helping everybody that's close to you and around you. So that's really, that's really, that's the why for me. And that's why it was so important. Okay, Tom. So if I'm hearing you correctly, is what you're saying that four years ago, your initial foray into this unknown world, if I can be allowed to call it that, Mm. was based on this, and there's no judgment attached to this, by the way, but this initial perception of wealth, success, um, nice cars, you know, gurus, leaders, call them what you will, um, living a certain or, or depicting a certain way of life. And that, okay, yeah, I, I kind of want some of that, that that external trapping, if you will. Is, is that a fit? Am I hearing that correctly, Tom, initially? That, that, that's exactly right. And it's really interesting how... Over the time, you know, the more um, the more I learned and the new, the more knowledge I got in my life, that thought process very much changed. Because initially, as you say, it was very much about the fast cars and the big houses. But I'm sure for a lot of your listeners, you know, we were all on the same page that whilst they're very nice things to have, you know, that isn't true fulfillment. Um, that isn't true happiness. Um, and as I went through that journey, I found out that the true happiness was being able to help other people, to serve other people. So, yeah, yeah, great point you said. Mm, okay. I was, I was just, <laughs> just as you were saying that, Tom, I, was, I just made a mental note. So what is true happiness? And then you kind of, the rug went from underneath me and you answered the question. <laughs> so great, thanks. Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. When we go in search of something, Tom, isn't it that, you know, and as I say, there's no right or wrong in this, you know, that can be what I call the quantitative or the qualitative. So the quantitative, you know, as you say, the, the, the material possessions and the qualitative is that that more peaceful, loving way of being that. Well, that inner peace, really, I think yeah. is um, is kind of what it's what it's all about and that happiness. And and it's interesting for me that when you go down that start off on that journey um and that's you know that's as i say that's different for all of us um we start at different points on the path so to speak but if we start off on a qualitative path we invariably then embrace the quantitative and vice versa and that's exactly what you've said here tom isn't it you went in search of dare i say fame and fortune to to quote a a well-known cliche but actually what you realize then is you started peeling back the layers is it's not that black. It's not actually that black and white because it's about being more holistic. And then actually it's about meeting the highest human needs, to quote Robbins, of contribution. Is that a fair assessment as well, Tom? Uh, yeah, ab- absolutely. Because something I something that came into my head as, as you were speaking there was, you know, through this journey... I've, in that time, I have become very, a word you used was holistic, um, so that full body. And in that time, you know, I have become very spiritual as well. You know, I've really thought about that and the universe and, you know, asking those questions, you know, why are we here? What's the purpose? Um, Really thinking that there is something bigger at work than myself. so yeah, the word you used holistic there was very, really sparked that thought because when I started, you know, I would never have thought that I was going to be a spiritual person. 
Um, but that's very much something that has come through. Bringing, bringing us back, Tom, to the self-mastery then. Um, so let's put this in context because we've, you know, we've banded a few words around like, as you say, holistic, personal development, self-improvement, etc., etc. So define, Tom, what self-mastery means in your world. Mm, thank you, Paul. Great question. Self-mastery to me is being being able to control yourself and to be able to consciously think and to consciously take action in any situation. Um, the word I used there was being conscious, you know, being really self-aware of what you're doing and what impact your actions are not only having on your life, but other people's. Um, for, I'm just thinking about, you know, when it, it's so easy to, it's so easy to slip into bad habits, um, smoking or drinking or, or junk food. And for so many of us, we have no control over that. Um, and it's really hard for us. We just want to reach out and smoke or drink, um, or eat that burger. But that's on its simplest terms, and it's about being able to have that control to understand what effect that is having on you. So that's mm. really what that's what self mastery means to me is just being conscious of your thinking and your actions, what effect that is not only having on you but others. But to what aim, Tom? Um, you know, where where is that leading? Is that leading then to be able to live a life of fulfillment, happiness, um, you know, what is the end goal? Because for me, what you're saying there, I get that, but that's almost like a sort of a minor, the you know, a minor part of the journey. It's not the end product, is it? It's lead that, by, by doing that, it's serving something much higher. So what is the ultimate that, you know, that's, that it leads to uh, here, Tom? So if I, um, the way I hear that question, so what I'm trying to achieve is I want to, I want to teach and inspire people globally um, to live their best life, to live that happiest life, to reach their full potential. And if I'm going to do that, if I'm, if I'm going to be in a position where I'm going to lead and inspire people, you know, I need to be a master of myself. So that is... Is that what you meant by that question? I, I did, Tom, and you've answered it absolutely brilliantly. Thank you for that. I mean, you've just nailed it in very simplistic, concise terms, and I love simplicity. So to say you didn't fully understand or there was you know, a bit of perceived ambiguity around the question, you, yeah, I mean, that was a fantastic answer. Thank you. Okay. Um, in fact, that's going to take me now down another road then to teach and inspire the world to be the best they can be. That, in many respects, Tom, reflects speaking from our hearts as a global movement. That's something that we're, um, that we're already, although in our infancy, taking our first baby steps as a, as a collective global movement, um, you know, we're on that path. So when I hear that kind of statement or those words, my ears prick up even more. So what does, to teach and inspire brackets the world to be the best they can be Tom. what do, what tell me about that tell me about that vision well I love, I love that word vision because that is 
that's one of the things I teach. You know, it's about being able to, in your mind, create a life that excites you. You know, something that really gets the blood flowing, um, really gets you, really fills you with energy. And as I said, that's one of the things I teach is about creating that vision for yourself. Um, setting, being able to set goals that you are passionate about and starting to remove that internal resistance we have, the fears, the internal voices that hold us back and start breaking them down. As soon as we can start doing those things, people are able to step their lives up another level. Um, they're able to reach that next level and start achieving things that they didn't think possible um, and they didn't believe in before. But when you start doing those things, you, 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 step, in, you step into the light. Um, and that might sound a bit woo-woo maybe, but that, that is the truth. Mm. I want to I want to play a bit of devil's advocate here, Tom, as, as, as I do with guests, a bit of sort of joyous flirting, if you will. Um, and I want to, to do that by quoting something that was said to me this week. Um, in fact, it could have been any week because it gets sort of said semi-regularly. Um, and it's this. Paul, it's okay for you. You and your guests are at a very, very high level. Have you lost sight of where you come from, unquote? I mean, there's a little bit of paraphrasing in there, but that's the kind of common thread, as I say, Tom, that gets um, gets fed back to me. And so my question to you, Tom, is this. So if I come to you with that, that mindset, that outlook, Tom, you know, yeah, you, you know, you're throwing a lot of nice words around here. And, and as you said, you know, to use your words, Tom, it's a bit woo woo because you don't really understand my world. You don't understand that I've got, you know, I don't know, five kids to bring up on my own. And I've just lost my job and my partner's left me and this and that. And the other. So, you know, the nice fluffy words, Tom, but what do they re what do they really mean in the harsh reality of life? Wow. Wow, that is such a good question. Thank you, Paul. Um, when I, I was looking back there at my life and I was looking back at where I came from and I was blessed to have great parents. They looked after me very well. Um, there was always food on my plate. There was always a roof over my head. I've had very good education um, as a child. But... I wasn't being my best still. I wasn't reaching my highest potential. And there were, there were moments in my life that were extremely painful too. Everybody's, everybody's life is unique. Everybody has had different pain, different challenges, different setbacks. Um, so it's unique to every individual. You could never compare two lives to be the same. So what I'd say, what I'd say to that, I would say how much, you know, it's what I'd say to that is, is everybody's life is unique. And you, as I said, you can't compare them. You can't compare the two. Um, but if you learn the strategies, if you learn the goal setting, if you learn how to remove resistance, you can get through those challenges. That's a really good question. I really like that. 
remove resistance. Hmm. Tom, how do I remove resistance? Awesome. So glad you asked. Look, it comes down to it comes down to educating yourself. Number one is education. When you can start reading books, going to events, um, listening to audible books, podcasts, whatever that might be, enrolling in online courses, you start to build your confidence. You start to build your self-esteem and you start to win the fight against your own little voice. You know, that self-doubt that you've, that self-doubt that you've always had, it's always been in the back of your mind, holding you back, you know, telling you all the things that you can and can't do. Um, so absolutely, education is, is fundamental, you know, and it links back to that self-mastery. Education is such an important part of that. And I'd strongly encourage people to pick up a book and start reading because it, it's empowering. It really is. So is the way forward then, Tom, is that through an external, and I, would, I use this word loosely, inverted commas, guru, or is it through me, my own internal master? Or is it not black, as black and white as that, Tom? So are you talking, are you talking there about having help from, from another person, mm. somebody who is at the next level? Is that what you mean? Yeah, that external guru, mentor, call it what you will, versus the, the other side of the, that voice of, um, or that, sorry, that voyage of self-discovery, that internal master that is me, that is I. Which one's the mm. right one for me, Tom, for, for all of us? Well, to be honest, you, you, have to have, you have to have both. Something that has had a significant impact in my life and got me results is having a coach, um, somebody there who, somebody who is where I want to be, um, somebody who is there to support me, somebody there to hold my hand and stand shoulder to shoulder with me when I need it. And they, my coaches ask the right questions of me. They pull the potential out of me. Um, but it also needs me to, on a, you know, a, car, a coach can't be with you 24-7. So it also has to be very, um, as you say, by, by yourself and, you know, 24 hours a day, you know, working on yourself. But it's that balance of working with you on your own, having a coach as well or a mentor or a guru, as you, as you say. Um, to support you and this links I, I would just like to say this links into how important it is that we collaborate and help each other you know there are seven billion nearly eight billion people on this planet um, and I believe that we are interdependent and not independent and I think for this world to grow and be a better place it's going to take everybody helping everybody Mm, I like what you've just said there about, I'm going to, okay, so COVID's interdependence model, okay, right, just hold that thought. Because on the um, external guru versus internal master 
question and putting that very simply because you know I hear so many people that are ready to you know they want better Tom as you say they want more you know whatever the the inspiration for that was whether it was a new Lamborghini or just more peace or an amalgamation of the two yeah it's it's enough isn't it to start out on a on a voyage of discovery and where that takes oh is where it takes um because you can't, as we know, you can't plan that on a linear, predictable, controllable line because it will literally, you know, when we look at the epitome of being taken out of your comfort zone, but in the most positive way, I would say that uh, going on that, uh, particularly on that earlier phases of personal development is absolutely that. It's, uh, yeah, it is the ultimate voyage of, of discovery at the risk of stating the obvious. But what came through to me, Tom, with that external guru versus internal master question, um, yeah. is this, when we talk about this whole thing, you know, in spiritual terms that you alluded to earlier on, isn't it true, Tom, that we are referred to in the context of being one, of oneness, all of us, because we are all pure energy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree with you. Um, but do you, Have you ever been in a situation where you just feel totally connected with something uh, or somebody someone sorry um you just feel so totally connected with them and you can't explain it you may have never met this person before and then suddenly you're just connected um and as, as i said something earlier you know i really think there is something bigger going on yeah uh, absolutely and i think it's wrapped up in that acceptance i think that is the right word in this context yeah. that we are energy Yes, at the moment, this is two physical beings having a, two human beings with a physical body having a conversation. And they are using their senses of um, voice, of hearing, not sight in this case, but, you know, but they're external, Tom. There is something absolutely greater called energy. We are we are connected because by definition, energy cannot be destroyed. It can be in a different form. So we could melt an ice cube from a solid to turn it into water. But there's still something there. That water would evaporate. And then so, it you know, the table where the water was would become dry. But that's gone into moisture in the air. So it's that constant recycling, isn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah. in that oneness, Tom, and I think this is a very, very important point, and I kind of don't want to take this too far. Well, I don't want to take it anywhere down the duality route of isn't the reality for each and every one of us that, yes, we are oneness by our connected, you know, nature of, of physics, if you like, the energy, but the, re the practical realities is we're embroiled in duality. So we've got external guru versus internal master there's two things there but put them together and we've got this thing called oneness and there's no right or there's no wrong in there and in practical terms isn't the truth of the matter tom that actually as you've said you know to have a coach or mentor guide us but at the same time learn to trust your own internal compass your own mechanism your own intuition gut feeling call it what you will Put those two together and you've got a recipe for exponential success. It, would that be a fair summary? Yeah, because uh, a coach a coach or a mentor, a guru, um, they can give you advice. They can ask the right questions of you. 
Um, but as an individual, you has you have to be the one that gathers the courage to take the action um, to to get through that comfort zone. Um, so yeah, you know there are people there that can support you. Um, they can they can give you advice. They can make you see the the truth. But at the end of the day, it's your your own mindset. It's your own thought process, and it's your own actions that you have to believe in and take. Mm. I was it was explained to me a long time ago. Tom, that a good teacher will point out and show you where to look but not tell you what to see. It's down to you. Yeah, and that's the best way to describe coaching. Um, you you know the answers. As a, as a person, um, right here, right now, I have all the answers. Um, you have all the answers, but we're so clouded um, by conditioning from society, friends, family, whatever that looks like, that those answers aren't clear to us. Mm. So that, that's a really good way of describing it is, you know, people can show us where to look, um, but it's up to us to take the responsibility. That's the word that's coming up for me. Take, take the responsibility and find the answer. Mm. Earlier on, Tom, you mentioned or we spoke around vision. And when I hear that vision word, and this is probably part of my own conditioning, I automatically default to think of John D. Martini. And the reason I do that, uh, and I don't consciously challenge it because it's a great line of thought. Um, but the reason I do that, Tom, is D. Martini links vision and values very closely together and i'm paraphrasing again um but roughly along the lines of don't become involved in relationships with people either personal or professional unless you share the same vision i.e you're going in the same direction towards something and the same values i.e the way you're going to get there so my question to you is this tom what are your what are your key values on your journey to in teaching inspiring the world to be they the best they can be mm, thank you so my my top two values um is honesty and integrity um, the reason honesty is because i found out as a child that i could not lie um <laughs> i wasn't very good at it so i reached a point where it's like tom don't lie anymore just Tell the truth every time. Um, so honest, honesty is a really powerful, and it's, it's served me so well. Just to, if ever I make a mistake, own up straight away. You know, be honest about how I'm feeling. So it's always, um, it's it's always played very well for me to be honest. Um, and integrity as well is you know, doing doing what's right even though nobody is looking, um, because that creates. That creates an internal discipline and I want to be better. Um, on top of that, you know, I'm also very, I get this from my dad is I'm very resilient, um, able to bounce back from setbacks very quickly um, and be persistent. So get, a, you know, pain, challenges, setbacks, to be able to recover from them 
um, and get back on the horse and continue on the journey because I'm, I'm sure you know, you know, life, life isn't all singing and all roses sometimes. You know, it's hard. It is really hard and challenging at times. You know, and everybody has been through very difficult, painful situations. But when our vision is so strong, we have to get back on the horse and get on the road again. Absolutely. Tom, it's been fascinating. It really has. I've, I've really enjoyed listening to some of your, uh, when I've put you on the spot there and the way you've kind of, um, in my humble opinion, come back with some really, really good answers at the risk of sounding, you know, passing a judgment on that. But I'd like to ask you, by way of drawing to a conclusion now, Tom, I'd, ask, I'd like to ask you one question. It's, it's the question that I always sign off with guests, and it's this. Obviously, you've shared some really good stuff there, but if there was one legacy legacy statement one one piece of information one insight one whatever it is one message to the world above all others what would that be wow paul you are the master of questions <laughs> is that your message to the world because i'm flattered no, if that's, it that's is my but... that's my personal message to you um for the rest of the world <laughs> To the rest of the world, I'd say grow, you know, grow and educate yourself to expand your horizons. Um, start believing in the possibilities because there are some incredible, incredible opportunities and we can live and we can live an extraordinary life. But all we have to do is just grow ourselves to step into that um, and become that person. Um, so that would, that would be my message. You know, it comes back down to that education. Absolutely superb. So Tom, um, fascinating conversation. How can people reach out and get in touch with you uh, should they want to know more? Thank you, Paul. Um, so the best, the best ways to contact me, um, my email is tomwjcook, cook with an E, at gmail.com. Um, and I'm also very active on Facebook. You can find my page, which is Tom Cook, again, Cook with an E. Um, very on, active on there with information and content. What I'd like to do, Tom, and obviously, um, you know, we've kind of come to the end of this particular episode now. But what I'd like to, I kind of like to regroup with you. Um, and I want to dig deeper around this COVID dependence to interdependence to independence. And look at how that will help to achieve your model of um, basically changing the world because I think it's a fantastic vision. It's one that I run parallel with. So we'll have that conversation. And who knows, listeners, maybe Tom and myself will be regrouping on a future podcast. I don't know. Here's a title off the top of my head, How to Save the World. Um, and on that uh, elevated thought, thank you for listening. And I personally sign off, as I always do, by, by leaving you with this thought that it's whatever you do in life, always walk your path with heart. Hearts, helping everyone achieve results towards success. <laughs>